Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach and the queen of compassion-based selling because, well, selling is all about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy show because this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, his zone of genius is his ability to easily connect with individuals on a deep level, which allows him to fully understand who they truly are and to help them unlock their fullest potential. So I am super excited to introduce Shamoon Khan. Now, Shamoon is a life, career, relationship, and cultural coach who recently established a diversity, equity, and inclusion council that benefited the lives of over 8,000 individuals. Now, a father of two and head over heels love with his, in love with his wife, Shamoon's ambition is to help others unlock their potential much like he did in his own life. Well, welcome, Shamoon. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Thanks, Wendy. I am tremendously excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I just love how you're, you're helping people with so many different aspects of their lives. I, I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I really do think that there's a lot of people there who just need um, that extra push to kind of get them to where their goals are. So I'd love to talk to, about that today. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things that's if people only knew what they could be living, life would be at a whole different level. So I love the work you're doing. Yeah, so, but I'm curious, always top of mind question for me is exactly what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own coaching practice? Yeah, you know, it, it's a crazy story. So I, I couldn't sleep one night and I was in bed, it was 11 p.m. And I know this song and dance, like whenever I, I'm unable to sleep, I'm awake until 2 a.m. And I was like, this is such wasted time. Okay. Um, and I know I could do something better um, with my time. And I was thinking about what I really enjoy doing. And in, in my nine to five, I'm a director of operations. And in that role, you're doing a lot of coaching as it is. And for me, mm -hmm. that's where I find the most satisfaction. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, hey, listen, like, why don't I get like a side business going and do some coaching on my own and see how it goes. And right. that night, I, I, I swear to God, that night I took my laptop, I just went on Squarespace and I started making a website and oh I didn't tell gosh. anybody, I didn't tell my wife and I was up until like 5am working on this website, getting it to look good. Uh, and then I woke up my wife, my poor wife, I woke her up and I told her, Hey, I'm going to start a coaching business. And she's like, what? <laughs> and, and I said, um, I said, yeah, hey, check out the website. And I showed her the website. It was a very rough draft. And, um, you know, she supported it uh, fully, even when in a sleepy, drowsy state. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, I, I never looked back since there, uh, since then. And then once the 
website uh, finally got up and running, which I obsessed over. Uh, you know, I started finding uh, new challenges that I'm sure we'll talk about, but, uh, but that's how it, it kind of came about. Wow. Just a, truly a moment of inspiration. It really uh, was, yeah. It, it was preceded by a question, right? Yeah, yeah. What? What am I here? What can I... There's got to be more, is what I'm yeah. hearing. It was kind of percolating in your mind as far as uh, there's, there's something more. There's just something else for me. What is that? And yeah. the idea came to you. So yeah. Oh, I love that. That, that lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah. And then you, you took it and ran with it and built your website in one night. That's amazing. Uh, well, I don't know about rough that. Draft. It's, yeah. Rough, rough draft, draft is about one but, night. Yeah. But still, you know, a lot of people are get into perfectionitis and, and, yeah. you know, just worry about the first title, the first headline for a week, Correct. <laughs> you know? So yeah, I love that. Well, so are you currently still in your director of operations role or how? Yeah. So, okay. so I currently am. Um, and I do coaching on the side outside yeah. of work um, yeah. and through the okay. weekend. And, right. um, you know, if this thing really kicks off and, and there's enough for, for me to do it uh, full time, I think I'll, I'll make that leap when I get there. But for sure. right now, it's just how many lives can I impact? And, and mm -hmm. in my nine to five, I'm able to impact thousands of lives, which I really enjoy. Um, and then this is just an extension of that. Well, this allows you to fully express yourself. Totally, yeah. And connect with so many different individuals and uh, other or organizations, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I love that. So how long have you had your coaching practice and has your business mission or vision evolved over the course of the time? Yeah, so, you know, it'll be about a year here um, that I've had this uh, coaching business. And I guess unofficially, it's, it's almost 10 years of work just to even get to this point, right? Um, oh, right. When you're, right. When, when you're coaching in your nine to five, you kind of understand uh, where you're the most effective in your cadence, in the things you talk about. Uh, it also gave me a lot of experience into penetrating um, into their, each personality and understanding who they are, what makes them tick, uh, and what they're kind of looking for out of life. Uh, uh, there's been mm -hmm. a, a lot of times where you're almost like a you're their coach, you're their psychologist, you're their best friend, you know, and right. um, turning this motivator, into accountability, yeah. you know, oh my so God, many yeah, the list things. goes on. Mm -hmm. Right. And so um, turning that into a business was just a natural extension of, um, I guess, what I've just been kind of gifted with, which is, you know, my, our, my CEO kind of tells me I have the gift of gab. And so, <laughs> you know, being able to talk to individuals and understand who they are, um it's, it, well, it's that's kind of like huge. what i'm really good at yeah yes it's yeah. not and just i guess talk, like it's it's the ability to listen deeply so that's that's the gift yeah and i, I guess to, to answer your question the vision that i have um for this business is just being able to touch as many lives as possible you know i'm not in this exactly for the money i'm, I'm in this so i can help individuals you know mm -hmm. i i want them to understand that i care about them first and that i'm here to be that kind of person to help them be accountable to to help them achieve their goals. You know, I find that a lot of my clients are individuals who have goals and aspirations, but then always put themselves on the back burner mm. instead of making themselves a priority. And so having a coach gives them that kind of accountability, someone mm -hmm. that they can kind of report up to, I suppose, um, when, right. you know, we have our next session and I ask them how their progress is going. Oh yeah, that is definitely a huge part of it because we all have our limiting beliefs that, that tend to keep us stuck. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, all those things come up, procrastination, distractions, uh, everything else that keeps us within this certain level uh, when a coach can 
really be that um, catalyst. So yeah, yeah, I love that. Well, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way in, in building your coaching practice? I think there's two, and I think it's similar for a lot of people who go into business for themselves is first is self-doubt, um, mm -hmm. understanding that you can do this and that there's nothing stopping you but you. It right. sounds really easy to do, but it takes a lot of courage to put yourself Until out you're there. right in that seat and deciding it, it is, it does take a lot of courage. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. can you share maybe a technique that you used to yeah. support yourself, yeah. to get through those moments of self-doubt? Because we all know that with you know 10 years plus of experience in coaching others and seeing within others their biggest possibilities and, and supporting them, we yeah. all know that you've got it, but the little voices. So what technique did you use to help squelch those? You know, I, I just thought about where I am today. It, what it took for me to get here isn't the help per se of a lot of people. It, it was me believing in myself. You know, uh, I'm an Asian American. And, and so growing up, my parents wanted me to be a doctor. And my brother, who is uh, an amazing genius person, is a doctor. And so <laughs> him being the older person in the family, it was uh, it was kind of almost expected that to be as brilliant as he is. But, you know, that wasn't what I was blessed with. I, I was blessed on the business side of things. And, um, you know, there was a period in my life where I was chasing uh, that medical degree. And, and I finally just stood up for myself and said, listen, you know, this isn't what I want to do. And I went into business and, and I've been doing very, very well for myself. So understanding that it took my, it took something from me inherently inside to finally do something that I love that I'm having success at. And so when I'm talking about self-doubt, why am I doing that? Because everything that I put my own uh, mind to, I've had success in. Why can't this be uh, the same amount of success? So, so that was really what, uh, mm -hmm. what helped me overcome, you know, my own challenges or my own fears. Right. Yeah. Just be mindful of having that conversation with yourself. <laughs> say wait a second <laughs> why are why am i feeling this way let's let's think about this uh you know and then it's obvious oh my gosh that's just that's just a crazy thought a rogue thought that has surfaced that doesn't mean anything so yeah well um you know you're obviously an expert at empowering others to achieve higher levels of success and happiness in in their careers and their relationships in their lives in general but I'm, I'm curious how do you feel about the client enrollment or you know the sales part of being in business now this might feel like a very different skill set so do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing yeah. a successful business I would say it might be the most important part is, is the selling part, right? Um, otherwise, well, I like, think so, but you know, I'm a little biased. <laughs> well, what do you know, Wendy? You only have 22 right. years in this, right? So um, yeah, you know, I, I, I think the sales part is the most challenging part. Um, the first part is just getting yourself out there, putting, um, putting your, hitting the pavement, getting people to see your face and say, hey, listen, I do a coaching business and you're afraid, uh, immediately afraid of what they might think of you. Do they think, crazy? hey, well, right. this, this, is, this is dumb, You're, you have a dumb profession, or do you think, hey, maybe they're going to judge you? Uh, at the end of the day, they aren't going to be your clients, right? The, those people right. aren't, aren't going to be your clients anyway. So you really, you're just uh, understanding uh, where you can make the most impact to, I guess, get a client and then help them in their own lives. So, you know, I, to be in operations, and, and I'm not, I don't want to always talk about my uh, nine to five, but part of what I do 
is selling. And, uh, you know, there's someone I look up to very much. Her name is Betty Jo Webb. And, and she always says, everyone cares, everyone sells. And so, you know, I've been selling a lot of different things. Why don't I sell my own product? And so being able to, to have that kind of confidence and, and get out there and sell um, my own in person, I've had a lot of success with. I think the areas where I could probably do a little bit better at is uh, is online marketing and getting people to um, to to kind of click on my page or or even cold calling. Those are there those are issues and hurdles I have to get over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a blessing and a curse, right? We have at the at our fingertips billions of people. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, through, the, yeah. through the world wide web, uh, but then being heard uh, is the tricky part. We can post, but it's the reciprocation, it's the engagement, it's the action, the inspired action that we really want. Uh, you can say all sorts of things, but and you'll get a response. But what you're really, really wanting to do is serve and support people to achieve greater success in, in something versus mm-hmm. simply... Um, putting more content out there, right? To be a Google contributor. So um, yeah, I'd be happy to give you a little bit of insight around that if you'd like. Sure. Yeah, so it's it's interesting. You know, one of the things that's so important is uh, it was actually a a little uh, analogy that my son helped me understand, um, or I should say maybe illuminated for me. And uh, at the time he was 19 and he is a a professional fly fishing guide. And uh, in Colorado, um, just a a, a rock star and not not bragging because I'm his mom, but even the firm he was working for always put him, this 19 year old kid on the VIP trips. Um, You know, there were others 10 years his senior, but this kid got you know, the, the rock stars that would come in literally, I mean, they're, they're the ones that hire the guides, these high end um, guide yeah. services. And so I asked him one day, I said, Winston, what, what is your secret? How are you always able to get these hogs, these giant fish on <laughs> the hooks of anybody, anybody fishing? And he's like, oh, mom, it's real simple. You just got to know, first off, what kind of fish you want. And, and then you, you look at the, you look at the river and you kind of, you see where that kind of fish will be hanging out. And then you look under a rock to see what's hatching, to see what they're hungry for. Mm. Cause they're, whatever they're hungry for is what's going to interest them. And so then you find a pattern, a fly, he calls them patterns that looks just like that. And he just drop it right where they're hanging out. It works every time. And I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) that's brilliant. It's very profound. That's marketing. Because that's all it is, is really understanding, first off, who you want to attract. Who are they? In, in my son's instance, it was how big are they and what, you know, what kind of fish, right? Because the bigger yeah. ones hang out in different places than the littler ones. But still, when it comes, comes to career, life, relationships, well, who is it that is in a position where they're experiencing so much hunger that they're ready to eat? Yeah. Not just information that's interesting, but they're hungry. They're hungry. 
because a fish will never come on a pattern if it's not hungry. And I, so, I love that. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm taking notes <laughs> as yeah. we speak here. And so. so then the next thing is understanding what it is exactly, though, that they are hungry for. Mm. And that takes that deep listening skill that you have. Yeah, absolutely. And you put it right in front of them. You know where they're hanging out. Where mm -hmm. are they hanging out? Based on, okay, well, the demographics are this and that and this. So this is where they hang out. And then you put it in front of them in a way that is just an easy yes. Yeah. It's an easy bite. Yeah. So hopefully that provides you with a little clarity. It was fun oh, it sure does. It, it sure <laughs> does. I'm, I'm sure you're very proud of your son. Oh, I am. I am. But it was just classic. You know, it's just, uh, he made it sound so simple and I took it and I was like, <laughs> that's marketing. That is yeah, brilliant. That is sure you is. Know? <laughs> There's really no forcing or efforting. It's just understanding and placement and clarity. Anyway, yeah, I would love to hear how that shifts maybe your strategies or the messages that you're putting out. Because like I said, interesting is great, but we want inspiration. Yeah. We want empowerment so that those who are truly hungry, ready, hungry, will take that step. What is that action? What are you inviting them to do? So anyway, I could go on and on, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but um, switching gears back to the work that you do, you know, Shimu, when I'm thinking about the pandemic here, mm. because it's it's still we're we're in the aftermath, right? We're in the the new normal, especially with this. You know, I love the work that you're doing with the diversity, equity and inclusion. That was a wake up call during that yeah. period, right? That maybe it was happening prior to that. But I feel like that was truly a catalyst to bringing a lot of awareness and compassion within people. So maybe yeah. can you just speak a little bit to the ripple effects from the pandemic on the work yeah. that you do? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, after the pandemic, I think because so many people were just working remotely, they were working at home, they had a lot more free time, I suppose, time to just reflect, right? And so they were just understanding uh, what they want to do, who who they are. And, and I think being able to have that extra time kind of flooded the market with people looking for some coaching uh, help or in, in whatever aspect that they needed for their own lives. And I, I think with my clients, a lot of them were kind of confused with uh, what direction they want to go in or uh, in, on the relationship side of things, people were closer than ever. Um, couples were working either in the same closer room. Closer meaning proximity. Not necessarily correct. in, you know, yes, closer yes, love, yes. right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, right. Uh, if anything, Let's maybe a little bit this. rockier on the love side. Exactly. And working right. together. Pro yeah, very, very proximity-wise, working in the same apartment or working in the same house together. And with that, the dog, uh, brought a, with the kids. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You're exactly right. And so it brought a bunch of challenges in their relationship that they never had before. And so being able to coach my clients through, um, you know, what a, a working relationship looks like at home, where you could both be um, equitable to each other and understand that uh, you both have priorities and figuring out ways to compromise during the work hour and the workspace is a common challenge that I've had, at least on my uh, client side of things. Um, and then, you know, just uh, you mentioned the equitable diversity, uh, equality or uh, equity and inclusion. I think a lot of people also who were kind of afraid to be themselves uh, started embracing who they are 
but then we're afraid to re-enter their workforce because a lot of people are coming back into the office. And, you know, what does that look like where if someone is a transgender male and now they're coming into the office as a male instead of a female, um, helping them understand that, hey, listen, it's, it, you are who you are. And um, this is the person that you, uh, that you are on the inside. It doesn't affect your work at all. That is, that is someone that uh, your work is still stellar and exemplary. If anything, you're more exemplary now than you ever been, were before. And yeah. so helping people kind of see that light and get that positive reaffirmation that they were, they weren't looking for and telling them, you know, some of the pitfalls that could happen in the work environment or in their personal life is something that uh, I'm, I feel like I'm very, very good at uh, helping them kind of navigate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Just being, again, you know, I've said it so many times, but I do hear it over and over is your, your innate ability to hear people, honor people and empower them. So I love yeah. that. Well, Shimon, so I, you know, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat here. How do you work with people who want to finally achieve those, those big career goals, or they want to have those deep fulfilling relationships or, you know, just overall more happiness in life. Can you share a few more specifics about your philosophy or your approach? Yeah. So, you know, uh, for my approach first, you know, they can, uh, get on my website. It is bettercoachingint.com international. And, um, they can schedule a free 20 minute call with me. And during that call, we'll figure out, uh, what they're kind of looking for. A lot of times people are looking more of like a psychiatrist than a, a coach. And so understanding, you know, what I can provide and, and what their needs are and seeing if we're a good fit together is the most important thing to me. So once we figure out that we are a good fit, then we can start talking about um, the coaching plans that I have. And it's laid out on the website very clearly. And we just talk about, hey, listen, is this something that's more of a extremely short-term goal, which would just be like one session? Or is this something that you want to change in your life so you can have a positive impact on yourself and those around you? Then we would do, uh, you know, maybe eight sessions or so. Uh, and once we dive into those eight sessions, you know, we'll first like formulate a plan. We'll kind of map it out together on what I'm expecting and what you're expecting out of each session. And at every subsequent session, we'll talk about your progress made or didn't make. And we'll talk about, you know, why didn't you make that progress? What are the hurdles? Okay, here's how I feel like we should uh, overcome that. And then how do you feel? It's very, very collaborative. This is your life. I'm here to help you unlock your potential, right? So you need to be just as vocal with me as I am with you. And we're in this together and we're going to make sure things are really, really fantastic for you. So that's how, um, that's how the process starts. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And so it, it really sounds like it's, it's client centric. It's, it's, it's based totally. on whatever is the, the focus that they're feeling some, some barriers around and they would like to have improved. And during that, that initial coaching session can really determine if if coaching is the the best next move or if uh, there's a different direction that you're seeing it probably serve them better so it sounds like you're really tuned into meeting your yeah. potential client where they're at and seeing if it's a good fit yeah you know one thing i'll say just really quickly is that um, uh, oftentimes new clients are very guarded and that they are under they're a little bit afraid or hesitant to share you know, really what it is that is uh, stopping them from unlocking their potential. And my advice is for any client, whether it would be for me or anybody else, is you already made that first step uh, of your fear to reach out to a coach. 
Okay. Uh, there, there is no reason at all um, for you to doubt yourself or, or say that this wasn't the right move. Uh, you, you taking that first leap is all you have to do. Just trust in your coach and your coach will always make sure that things are, are on the up for, for you and in, in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Just creating that safe space. That's yeah. how we can evolve is if we uh, get a little bit vulnerable. So, yeah. So that's fantastic. And the, your website again is bettercoachingint.com. Dot com. Yes, ma'am. Okay. International. Com. Perfect. Well, Shamoon, it's just been, you know, so great hearing all of these different perspectives that you've been sharing, which is uh, really providing me with a lot of inspiration. But I'm, I'm curious if you could share something that relates to your own experience in building your business with, uh, you know, the idea of maybe um somebody who's frustrated and doubting their own abilities to succeed uh, or questioning whether or not they should have even started their own business. So can yeah. you share just uh, maybe your perspective on what you've learned in, in your own process? Yeah. You know, I, I think first, if you're frustrated um, with your business or you feel like, you know, you're just not achieving the goals that you set out for yourself, that's okay. I think the first thing that you need to realize is it's all right for you to fail. You're not, it's, it's just, you right now. And so if it's in the beginning stages, that's, that's actually the best place to be. It'll give you a little bit more of a push to, to kind of fine tune and tweak things. And then if you can, if you have any sort of data analytics that, that you know, I would look into that too and see, see where the missing point is there. I, I think I resonate a little bit more with people who are struggling to start their own business. Um, you know, my advice to them is just go out there and rip it, man. Uh, you're, you're, if you're already thinking about it, you should do it there's a lot of people who don't have that drive to be a starter. And so they're not even thinking about starting their own business. If you're thinking about it and you're serious about it, don't let anybody else tell you, you can't do it because you can, the, the world now is so open and it's so it's almost free to start your own business. Um, so go out there and do it. There's no monetary value involved until you do it yourself, believe in yourself and you can do it. I know I sound like, I don't know, Scotty Pippen, Michael Jordan, when they say hey, all three is impossible. <laughs> But really, honestly, if you if you have that strength and conviction in yourself, then you owe it to yourself to at least give it a shot. Mm, yeah, I love that. Don't leave anything on the table. And the other thing, though, that I really appreciated you bringing to the forefront is that not everybody even thinks about starting their business, a yeah. business, right? They don't even, it doesn't even cross their mind. So the fact that you're thinking that is confirmation enough that- yeah you've got what it takes and no, it's not going to be an easy journey. No. <laughs> you know, the yeah. first time that we made it to the moon, how long did it take to <laughs> yeah, build that right. rocket ship that was going to actually make it, you know, nobody knows that it's just that yeah. flight. Oh, there it goes. We made it to the moon. No. No, it was yeah. Nothing worthwhile in life is easy. Everything right. is, takes dedication, conviction. It, it takes, man, it takes a lot just to even get to a place where, where you're happy but if you're not going to do it, who's going to do it for you? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I love that. Powerful, powerful stuff. Thank you so much, Shimon. Well, sure. it's just been so great hearing about your journey. Uh, obviously very successful in your role as the director of operations and really stepping into your own value and, and the clarity that you have around the passion within you to make a bigger difference beyond your role there as a director but also tapping in to your own expertise, experience to 
create this impactful work that you're now also doing as a life, career, relationship, and cultural coach, where you're benefiting the lives of, of just thousands of people. So I really enjoyed our conversation. And I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Likewise, Wendy, thank you for having me. Um, really, really appreciate the time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Shamoon Khan through his website, and that's bettercoachingint.com and schedule that session with him. See if this is the next best move for you. So for all our listeners, remember, when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling where you've fully supported your potential client's decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right, well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and sales success coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Shamoon Khan. And as always, here's to your success.